0: is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, take control of these airwaves here with you tonight. It's Ian and Nemi joining us uh, as she normally does, but Mark is uh, not here as he normally is. I guess he's at one of those town meetingy kind of things where he lives. So uh, I think it's just going to be you and I. He might pop in later. Yeah, that'd be I don't cool. Know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, 855-453 is the toll-free number here. Of course, you can bring up anything. That is the point. Of this radio program, the phones are there for you. Uh, of co- also, we have a bunch of stuff in the news uh, to talk about as well, including big news to those of you who were keeping an eye on the Free Cities Project, as uh, some were calling it. That's not its official name. Uh, it's the Future Cities Development Corporation, and uh, also another organization was uh, was involved as well. And I'm spacing on their name at the moment. But uh, there was a couple different groups that were involved in attempting to create a free city and then hopefully two more of them uh, in Honduras. And according to both the BBC as well as The Atlantic, uh, or excuse me, TheAtlanticCities.com, but according to the BBC,
1: it's not going to happen. Oh, man. Didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, they uh, they killed this one before it even got off the ground. We had talked several weeks ago, yeah. maybe like three or four weeks ago, about how the Supreme Court in Honduras had issued a preliminary ruling with a panel of judges uh, ruling uh, pretty affirmatively against the Free Cities idea, and now the full Supreme Court has come back with a third vote to one ruling, striking it down. Oh man! So here's the story from the BBC: The Honduran Supreme Court has ruled unconstitutional a project to build privately run cities with their own police and tax system. The model cities project was backed by President Porfirio Lobo, who said it would attract foreign investment and create jobs. He yep. was right. Yeah. Uh, by 13 votes to one, however, the Supreme Court judges decided the proposal violated. The principle of sovereignty. Well, Honduras,
1: the principle of sovereignty for Honduras, not for the principle of sovereignty of these potential cities. Correct.
0: Right. Right. And apparently, you know, there was money involved in this. There were, I don't know, $15 million or something like that in startup funds. Certainly not uh, a huge amount of uh, money as far as venture capital is concerned, but... Uh, It's a
1: start, I think. It's something.
0: I guess it wasn't enough. Like, maybe if they'd slung around some more cash. (laughs) Right. uh, Bribed some politicians. Right. Maybe if they'd brought in 10 mil per each Supreme Court justice, you might have had a better chance at this one. Uh, But it didn't, uh, didn't end up panning out. Demonstrators celebrated the decision outside the court in Tegucigalpa. The, uh, one of the lawyers uh, who was celebrating said, "This is great news for the Honduran people. The decision has prevented the country going back into a feudal system that was in place a thousand years ago. The government proposal to create some 20 special development zones. we'd only heard there were going to be three. right uh, as the new cities were officially called, was approved by Congress last year. The Supreme Court has now ruled that the law approved in Congress is unconstitutional as it violates the territorial integrity of Honduras." Their shape
1: as, on the map will be different. Yep,
0: yeah, as well as the sovereignty of the government.
1: Okay, so that's pretty close to what I said. That is sovereignty of the government versus Honduras yeah. itself.
0: Well, I'm sure the government would liken uh, itself to Honduras. They would. They would prefer to be called Honduras. Uh, the Supreme Court, rather than you know the group of aggressors calling themselves right. Honduras. Right. The Supreme Court has uh, made that ruling. I am sad," said Juan Orlando Hernandez, one of the speakers of Congress. He said, I, "All the Congress wanted." Was to give jobs to all Hondurans.
1: So to him, this was all about jobs. It wasn't about sovereignty or free, free cities
0: or living as free. That's what he as claimed, freely as possible. Maybe he was on the take. I don't know. Who knows mm-hmm. what it was really about for him? An American, maybe he really did see this as something that would benefit the people there. And now, those same companies that were interested in this are, I would imagine, going to go look elsewhere mm-hmm. for another mm-hmm. option. Uh, an American company was inspe- expected to invest $15 million in the initial phase of construction of the first city on the Caribbean coast. President Lobo said thousands of jobs would be created in the impoverished Central American country. Because right now, in the area in which they were talking about building, there's nothing. Right. So when you put something where there's nothing, you can create new things like jobs. Opportunities. True. Uh, you can expand those uh, things as well. Once the foothold is uh, is reached, you know, once businesses are built, other train people and trades. Mm-hmm, other businesses will spring up to you know supply them, and uh, places to live must be created in order to give people a place nearby because you're not going to travel for four hours to go to work. Uh, anyway. Honduras also struggles with violence as the world's highest murder rate 92 murders per 100,000 people according to the UN the model for the uh, sing, uh, the inspiration for the model cities were Singapore, Macau and Hong Kong according to the president but opposition has accused him of being a traitor and trying to sell the fo- the country to foreign companies Last month, well-known human rights lawyer Antonio Trejo was killed after speaking out against the project. Wow! He was shot dead by unknown gunmen outside a church on the skirts of Tegucigalpa. Now,
1: see, I didn't realize that.
0: Was it a coincidence, or was it someone who was I don't know, was drug dealers and in, in favor of the project?
1: Maybe I don't. I don't see how the the opposition, quote unquote, can accuse him of being a traitor and try to sell the country because one of our as we were going through this, we we realized that. Any changes would have to be approved by the Honduran um, Congress anyway. It was certainly
0: not true independence. Right,
1: right. So there was really, there's really no selling of, of your land. It's just kind of, I think the feudal argument is, is very true. However, I think it really was the, the best opportunity
0: that I'd heard of. Uh, but you're selling land that's unoccupied i mean right. how that's a feudal argument i don't understand
1: no no feudal as in as in feudal times as uh, they say here we're going back to you know you're selling a piece of land to someone who is then going out and and building on it and it's not um
0: but it's not feudalism in that there aren't serfs uh, that are going to be on that land because no one lived there
1: true enough right that's true
0: uh, so hours earlier, Mr. Trejo had taken part in a televised debate in which he accused politicians of using such projects to raise campaign funds. Which so this has turned into a political football. Yeah. I mean, this in uh, in Honduras is, is you know just another issue for people to debate about. And in this case, the debating's over. The Supreme Court has uh, made its ruling. And I'm sorry to anybody who was excited about that. You know, I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I was I was excited to see it progress. I was hoping right. it would pan out into something because I feel like the more that we have— Uh, you know options for people internationally the better i obviously it's difficult for folks to get here in new hampshire from all around the world but maybe something like a free city would be easier for folks to immigrate to for people because that's one of the problems with america is that they keep people out and it makes it very difficult for somebody that hears about the free state project and they live somewhere else besides the you know the 50 states calling themselves the united states that's a really difficult proposition to uh you know you don't just pick up and make a move like it's it's pretty convenient for those of us who are born around here because we can just pick up we don't have to show id at the border checkpoints Interstate, right and uh yeah, an interstate, or inter- <laughs> interstate? yeah In- interstate, interstate 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 i think it's inter interstate okay. uh but uh Correct me if I'm wrong, please, at 855 have. I don't have to show ID uh, to, to get to from Florida right. to, uh, to New Hampshire. I don't have to fill out immigration paperwork. So if there could have been another place to compete with the Free State Project on an international level, I think that would have been pretty exciting. Maybe seasteading will end up panning out. We still haven't seen anything yet uh, of real There hasn't been an update
1: on that lately either, has there?
0: No. Pete Air posted today that apparently they, you know, we had mentioned this, I think, in the past, but they have been given some kind of a, an old cruise line. Oh. Uh, so they have some They have some capital. I right. mean, they got the $500,000 that they got from Peter Thiel. They've got an old cruise ship that they could use to set sail whatever they want, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it needs some repair. But, uh, you know, use that 500000 to repair Fix the cruise it. ship. right. But- go yep. um so i don't know maybe what, what's holding that up maybe it's just on schedule and i don't realize it's being maybe it's not being held up maybe it's just you know coming 2013 or something we'll certainly keep you in the loop as we learn more about that but for those of you that were excited about honduras time to make some other plans uh and maybe the the group that was Grupo something i'm still spacing on the name of it but maybe the group that was involved in this will be announcing other plans, other plans at right. some point uh, but, you know, until anything becomes concrete, it's all just pie in the sky fantasizing about where we could have a free place. And right now, New Hampshire's the only place that's an option. It's the freest place of all the 50 states. And there are over a thousand people that are here already. It's Free Talk Live.
2: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, and they're waiting for you over there. In fact, those features include the webcam. You can watch, you can listen, and interact. We have a chat room built into the same page, so you can talk with other Free Talk Live listeners at the same time as watching and listening to the show at cam.freetalklive.com. cam. Dot free live dot com. i was mentioning that uh, or we talked in the last segment about how the supreme court of honduras has voted 13 to 1 against the free cities concept so they've told the people of honduras that jobs are just not that important uh to the supreme court and they're gonna go ahead and reject this whole free cities idea because well, gosh, I mean, if we just let anybody build a city and set their own rules, even though, as you pointed out, Nemi, they would basically have to go through the Honduran legislature to really be able to make any new or significant rules or right. changes. Right. It seems to
1: me that it, I know, it, it seems to me it's just one more layer of government, you know, rather than actually truly being free. Oh, hell no, it wouldn't yeah.
0: be a free city. Right. But according to the guy from uh, the group that was putting it uh, together they would they would be using the what they call the best practices of governments so they would kind of pick and choose from around who the world they gets to pick they they do I mean, you know, It would be their city great. so so um,
1: is stopping for stop signs good or is are we going to try the uk experiment and not have any stop signs at all
0: that's a great question you know
1: who who decides
0: yeah somebody would decide some group of uh you know, there was a, supposed to be some sort of board that would be overseeing it as well, right. which would supposedly have disinterested observers from Honduras right. that uh, would be, you know, movers and shakers who would be overseeing this. So there was all kinds of oversight that was proposed for this project. It was uh, anything but autonomous, but sort right. of being described as though it were. But it was scary enough to where the Supreme Court said, well, we don't have anything to do with this, and so it's been ruled against, which means that your options, if you are somebody who is like me and you're seeking more freedom wherever it is you, you live, uh, that means your options are not as many as, uh, as they were. Not that this ever really was an option, but right. people were excited about it. I yeah. was. Uh, that uh, you now have the Free State Project, and you have – there's that Free State Wyoming thing, but uh, – From what I hear from a guy that was living there for seven years as part of the Free State Wyoming, Hmm. there ain't really much to talk about. And let's see. And he left, by the way, after seven years. He's now living in uh, Wisconsin. But he came here to visit and kind of sat down with some of us and told us about his experience and or lack thereof and uh, so there was that uh, there's also a couple of little projects that are starting up around the country that are attempting to kind of borrow the idea of the the free state project hey let's all move to where i live because it's really easy to Ask people to move where you live, as opposed to actually picking up hey, your life. Hey, I like there. that
1: the Free State Project picked New Hampshire as That's right, a native. It, it made it it made it really easy for me.
0: You did you didn't uh, vote on it either. You were not a Free State Project participant. No, early was not. On. So it's not like you, you were stacking the deck because I
1: wasn't coming. I you, I don't think you could be a free stater
0: if you you're could. not a mover. Um, if you had signed up before the the vote, ah. so had you signed up pre two thousand three when you did not know what the state was going to be, right? You would have been a Free State Project participant.
1: I see. Case. But uh, no, as yeah. it is, such as it is, I'm just a native.
0: You are. You could totally join the Shire Society, though, if you want to.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll think about that. All right. uh,
0: so there's the Free State Project, which is the, you know, the, the one project that actually has a decade of a track record behind it. It started back in 2001 as just an idea on a Yahoo group. It expanded into much more than that, reaching 5,000 members within a couple of years. Yeah. They voted on the state, chose out of 10 different states. New Hampshire won overwhelmingly for good reasons. Yeah. And you can see those 101 reasons over at freestateproject.org. It's a very persuasive document, and they've done an all right job of keeping it up to date. So it's not this exact same one that it was. A decade ago, 101 reasons to move is on the left-hand side of the page at freestateproject.org. Underneath, what is the FSP? Um, aside from that, there's the seasteading idea. It's not really a reality yet. They're talking about uh, having some sort of a, a place on the water that people could live and a live free. Ship
1: just strikes me as just waiting for a plague to happen. I don't. I don't. I Doesn't don't it know. Though? Yeah, it's just I don't. The germy. And, and I.
0: Yeah. I, uh, that's a great point.
1: Wh- what do you do? Buy another cruise ship if you don't. You, you I have
0: problems with the yeah, other people good, on board. What good do you do Question. <laughs> the, look, I hope it works out for him, And I'm not saying I wouldn't go visit or something like that. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, maybe it would be a lot cleaner than you think. Uh,
1: you know, uh, probably. I, I just, anytime but, dear friends of mine go on cruises, they come back and they're like, they have some sort of malady. It's some flu or some something. And it's just like it went through the boat. I'm oh, my sure, God.
0: I'm sure you'd get used to the... Uh, the rocking of the boat back and forth yeah. uh, the, and what happens in storms
1: to... I, I don't know it, it gets a, a little more rocky. violent yeah. during
0: storms have you been on a cruise ship? i have
1: before? not been on a cruise ship i'm never going to be
0: on a cruise really ship it yet. doesn't no. sound like it no is interested. it like an anti-sea thing or like an anti-cruise ship anti-cruise ship thing, thing. I so just... you wouldn't have a problem going out on, on somebody's boat
1: oh no and i, I go out yeah. on, on boats yeah plenty just not cruise ships i don't want to be cooped up for one or two weeks with... i
0: went on a couple of them as i was a a teen- young teenager. Yeah. My parents uh, took the family out for one of those. Uh, like, it's not like a, it's not officially a Disney cruise, but they've licensed all the yeah. Disney characters. Right. So it was one of those things. I think they called it the Big Red Boat at the time. And uh, you know, as a as a young person, it was fun. Mm. There was lots of things to do for young people Kids, right. uh, on that uh, on that boat. And I know they have certainly more uh, adult minded cruises as well. And. I think the cruise companies do a good job at what they do, which is distracting you from the fact that you're in this you're on
1: a boat boat
0: <laughs> you're, you know, you're you're just trapped in this boat and for the know, next
1: four days until you go until to you your next get to the island the next tourist trap city yeah. you're going to right
0: yeah I think they do a decent job of distracting you from that uh, Well, very good and they're you know and they're relatively affordable on the scale of vacations uh you know as far as things go the food is is decent and there's a lot of it. Um, but I can't imagine spending a whole lot of time on a cruise ship. No, uh, I
1: don't I, want know. to. I don't want to do a, a tour bus tour of the country either. I would rather go at my own pace and do my own thing.
0: So am I leaving anything out? There was a once, a, a once upon a time a Free State Europe, but that last time I went to that website it hadn't been updated in years. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard anything. There's the Free Southwest Project that I don't think ever got around to choosing a state. Uh, so I'd love to hear about any, any other yeah, options absolutely. out there. Uh, like I said, the Free State Project's a decade in since its creation. There are over 1,000, almost 1,100 people here. It's a, 1099, by the way, the counter. 1,099 <laughs> people uh, are here now as part of the Free State Project. Over 13,000 people have signed up to join or to to move here as part of the Free State Project. So we want to reach 20,000, and that's within reach at this point. I mean, we're at almost 66% uh, of the goal, so almost two-thirds of the way there. And
1: what is the time frame once once that mark is reached? Five years. Five years. So once we we reach reach 20,000,
0: there's a five-year window where folks have agreed to move. And that's at the latest. Please, if you can move sooner, get here sooner. Uh, I know that Clyde and Pete called last night to announce that they have uh, a bid accepted on a house right here in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, right across the street from the LRN.FM studios. I
1: think that's fantastic. I think it's
0: really exciting, too, because in my opinion, it kicks off officially the Free Streets Project, uh, where you know people, I think, should, who love liberty, move closer to one another. I mean, if you're the kind of person who wants to live out in the woods, please, there's plenty of woods here in New Hampshire. Have fun. Um, but I think there's real value to being able to be close to other people of it's like true. mind so you can respond faster if there's some sort of a situation with police, for instance, yep. or whatever. Create more of a community. 855 free Go to freestateproject.org. You can learn more about it there. We'll take your calls about whatever's on your mind. And then informants will tell you about them teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. Coming up here tonight, Nemi will be telling us about informants specifically being paid to apparently bait the Muslim community.
1: Yeah, bait is the word they use. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll use the we'll get the details on that here. 855-450-3733. Also, Want to invite you over to check out SACL CAI, especially if you 're a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections. SACL CAI does collections early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. That way, you can have your customers on into the future uh, as well, because you want to collect your money and keep them as customers. SACL CAI, see their banner at the top of our banner column, the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com once again freetalklive.com let's go to howard he's listening in pennsylvania howard you're on free talk live
3: hi Ian, i mean how you guys doing
0: hi howard uh what's on your mind tonight
3: i wanted to talk about just calling in um i've been a listener to the show for a few years now and i really enjoy what you guys put out i just wanted to put some feedback out there for you guys. Okay, sure. I, I'm the kind of guy like I like the I like what you guys do, like the liberty thing. But you have mentioned like before, so for some people it it can become too much. And I find for me like it does. Like I have like issues that I deal with myself, like and I think I'm more of the more problematic listeners on Free Talk Live. But I don't cause problems but I am a supporter. But I gain a lot out of it because like There's been a change in me, like, since I first started listening, just to describe, like, the benefits. Like, I question everything now, and I know it's helped me to realize, like, certain things that I just didn't want to really, like, think about for a long time, because for a long time, I just, like, would just—things made sense. I don't know. In a way, it's good, because, like, it's got me thinking, and there is a lot of injustice like going on and I don't approve of anything like I'm just like it's got me thinking the thing is like I don't even know right now who to vote for or if I'm going to vote because I Why don't bother like I mean if you either
0: of them. Hey, well I wouldn't vote for yeah. any one of those uh I want, I'm gonna vote
3: for Mark Emery I'm gonna write his name in that's a I've good idea him. I'm like a pain I'm a pen pal with Mark I'm oh oh nice I became acquainted from him before because of your show great and um well, I it's
0: good like to make a, a difference, Howard. Stuff. I appreciate that. Did you ever get that, man? The cop car thing. I
3: sent you a box of cop Yeah, cars, Howard, cars? by
0: the way, cleans out cop cars for a living, like That's the right. old cop cars. Yeah, and yeah we so, still use
3: cop cars. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so. You
3: wouldn't believe the stuff I found in them. You know how much dope I found in these cars? This really? Thing is, like, I find so much cool stuff. Like, I've sent you some of it. But yeah, well, I mean,
0: he like, sends this because I really have people? announced that I have a former cop car yes. as my mode of transportation. Uh, it's actually technically not mine; it's owned by a corporation. To clarify, um,
1: he's sending you stuff from, from cars, years, not drugs. What <laughs> year <laughs> right. Crown Vic you got, Ian?
0: Uh, it's uh, it's what a t- year Crown Vic It's a, a two thousand and five. And no
3: way. Oh man, that's not nice. that a shock.
0: That, yeah, I, I mean, guess so. it's not yeah, that Nice, <laughs> the
3: new one. Most people have most people have old ones. The new ones are nice.
0: Yeah, they had a bunch of them for sale out here. I, I guess there's some. On
1: it. I've tried out the back seat. It's very comfortable. It's not, seats not bad. Three, like the comfortably, the seats
0: <laughs> are not that uncomfortable. I mean, the car oh, itself man. isn't that's pretty. Me. Yeah, you know, like the insides are kind of. They're utilitarian, yeah. Yeah. let's say. Uh, what
3: do you have the vinyl back seat? What kind of floor? Is it a plastic floor? It's like, like kind, of, kind yeah. of
0: plasticky thing. Yeah. It's like a covered yeah, floor. That's
3: what the cops do. You know, what they usually do is they cut holes in the back seats because when I get the cars, like they're real cop cars, I have to take the radios out, the cages. You wouldn't believe the government waste that they just, it was cheaper for them to just auction off the cars for nothing and let somebody make them in a taxi cab. They'll, they'll put the cage – a cage has got to be worth, like, 500 You wouldn't believe the government waste that I see. Oh, but I believe in Howard. Usually they just cut holes in the back so they can just, like, wash them out because they put the plastic seats in the back. Like, if I ever had a daughter, it, like, I would get a Crown Vic and I would give her that car, but I would keep the plastic back cop seat in just so I would know that if she ever wanted to make love to her <laughs> boy, it would be so uncomfortable – she would never want to do it, you know? It's like, Why
0: wouldn't you want your daughter to have a little bit of fun? Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. <laughs> 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll Goodness. free line. Although I had, you know, I don't understand the attraction of the back of a car. It seems a little uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I, yes, I, I concur.
0: I like comfort. Comfort's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: comfort is always good.
0: Uh, let's continue here. Then again, I wasn't doing things like that when I was a teenager. So I'm sure if I were a teenager and had such an opportunity... I would maybe feel differently. Would yeah, yeah, maybe. Let's continue, though. Mark is listening in indie. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
4: Uh, not much. Ian, last night you were talking about um, some things with Teen and the... Um, I believe the... Um I don't know if it's Chester County Courthouse there or something like that. They're expanding it, building a new building, that
0: kind of thing? Uh, the Right. Here in Keene, New Hampshire, they are building a brand new courthou- a court facility. I believe it's going to attach to one of the old courthouses uh, as kind of a newer expansion. And then they're going to put both the district court and the superior court in the same building. Okay. And do you know why... Any reason in particular is the area growing? Is the population growing there or anything? Or- no, it's just government spending money for government's sake, uh, which is essentially what they're doing uh, with the checkpoint that they've installed on the first floor of the city building uh, here in Keene. Now, for those that are not not aware, uh, in Keene, it's a pretty small place, 25,000 people or so yeah. live here. Uh, you know, that's the county seat of a county of about 70,000 and the courthouse has been in the second floor of the city building for quite a long time. It's been longer than I've been here. Nemi, do you know how long the courthouse— It's been
1: longer than I've been here. Really? And that's 20 years. Almost 20 wow. years.
0: Yeah. So it's been there for a long time. And, and for the entirety of the time that it's been there, they have uh, only had a one checkpoint at a choke point yeah. on the second floor right before you get into the courtroom. And guys with wands. Exactly. Now, all of a sudden, they've decided—the Supreme Court has decided that Keene needs to have its own— Metal detector. And that means it had to be installed on the first floor of the uh, facility, thereby restricting access to both the upper city offices uh, on the second and third floor. So they're restricting people's access to getting into just to go see the bureaucrats, just the regular old bureaucrats uh, with security checks. And so it doesn't make any sense beyond. Hey, let's spend some more money. Let's hire some extra security agents and buy, a, you know, a, a several thousand dollar whatever these things cost. Yeah, these right. metal well, detectors and uh, and also expand the control as yeah, well because yeah. now they are scanning well, they, through far more people every day than they otherwise would.
4: Yeah, I was thinking. I don't mean to be getting conspiracies, but this could kind of lead to one. Um, you know, city governments and all governments are bad. But city, go- city governments are bad. You know, the bigger government, you get um, county, state gets worse, and the feds are, of course, yeah, the yeah. worst. Do you think um, they're seeing this? Do you think there's some kind of federal control over this, Department of Homeland Security, Justice? They're seeing Keen saying, wait a minute, these guys got this opposition to everything we believed in all along, the whole, you know, structure of government. They're, um, they're actually trying to resist us. They're putting up some kind of, um, I won't say fight, but uh, it's the first time, like, ever I think they've seen this. And do you think it's feds overseeing this kind of thing and giving them grants like at the city county level well i mean we know that they gave the
0: we know they gave a three hundred thousand dollar grant to the city of Keene for the bearcat bearcat so we know that happened the bearcat is a the the bearcat is a killing machine For, for those that don't know it's a killing machine that uh they have gun ports built into and uh they will use it to uh you know arrest whoever it is they want to it's a pretty scary thing put a parrot right on top of it a turret yeah they could do that and uh so that we know that much uh we also know the fbi has been investigating the activism scene up here has attempted to get an activist to wear a wire into the keen activity center so we know that there certainly is interest on the part of the federal government how much of the changes to government are being spurned by them uh, like you said, would be total total conspiracy theory and pure speculation. I think that the state on its own has its own interests in expanding itself, even if the free state project uh, was not so active or the free or liberty activists out here were not so active. Uh, you may still have seen some of these changes come, but it 's certainly convenient to be able to point to, hey, look at all these activists, look at all the other things they 're doing now, ostensibly in response to them uh, I, think that, uh, I think that I think that i don 't think the Supreme Court is taking cues. From the FBI. Let's just say that. I, I don't think the Department of Homeland Security is donating this uh, this equipment. At least that's not the impression I I don't get I the got.
1: impression either. I've got some comments on this after the break. Mark,
0: you're welcome to stick with us. We can continue the discussion here in a moment. 855-453. But is the government going to you know seal up and crack down in response to activism? Yeah, they'll do that. Whether it's just the feds that are spurning it on, I don't think that's likely. I think it's government at all levels wants to protect its power. Free This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. If you dial in toll-free, 855 free the SACL CAI toll-free line, whether it's the failure before the gates even opened, of the Honduras uh, Free Cities Project or uh, informants snitching on or informants trying to, uh, I guess, ramp up the uh, the Muslims. We'll get to that story here in a little bit. Or, again, whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. With you tonight, by the way, it's Ian here. And Nemi. Uh, so let's, by the way, continue with your calls. Mark is on the line here. Nemi, you said you had uh, some comments. We've been talking about court security uh, expanding here. And Mark's question was about... Whether or not the feds are pulling the strings, what happened is here in Keene, New Hampshire, they've uh, expanded court security for no reason. It seems otherwise than let's just spend some money and hire some extra government bureaucrats. It's not actually doing anything to make the courts more secure. No, certainly not. Uh, so they're expanding the court security into the first floor of the the city building. To their credit, they're not cracking down on cameras now on the first floor. We went in yesterday with a group of activists to kind of scope out the situation. Video has been posted over at freekeen.com if you would like to see that, which includes an interview with the, uh, just kind of an on-the-spot interview with the head of security, who's a really nice guy, uh, that, uh, you know, where he basically says, yeah, we're going to treat city employees differently from everybody else. Yeah, and they are. They're not going to be screened. You will. And uh, Mark's question – and Mark is still with us in Indy – was, is this something the feds are controlling? And I think, Nemi, you said you had
1: something. I, I think the question that I wanted to speak to is, is it the activism that they're responding to by sending mm-hmm. a bear cat here or sending the FBI here or – Well, we know like the that.
0: FBI is investigating the activist interested.
1: They're interested in knowing what's going on and having their finger on the pulse, per se. But I don't think – that the bearcat was sent here as as in response to activism. We're seeing it in many New England cities, anyway. I haven't looked at it across the country, but I I know that there have been several cities that were approached by Lenco to purchase one of these in the interests of national and local security. And so I don't believe it's really a response to activism here.
4: Okay, that just seems kind of an ironic town that small and that much on. Um Activism going on in one area that they sent a bear cat in there. I'm not, I mean, everywhere across the country, you know, it's becoming authoritarian to complete totalitarian. City governments, state governments, all of it. It's it's absolutely insane, to, you know, the police state out there in general. But um, I just kind of wonder with that area in general. And a lot of this does seem to be coming from the the federal control, whether it's justice, homeland security, you know, FEMA, whatever it is. It seems to be a lot of, uh, a lot of federal dollars, federal strings, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I totally understand the the concerns and I would question On the bearcat issue, you know, what are the smallest towns that they've sent these bearcats to? Uh, We know they've sent over 300 bearcats to various different communities. The federal government has paid huge amounts of money to send bearcats to many, many, many communities around the country. Uh, So what are the smallest ones? Is Keene on the lower tier? I bet it is because 25,000 is certainly not a big place. Uh, So I agree with you. I think there's an argument that can be made that... You know, maybe it was the activism here that encouraged the uh, bear cat to come. But there's no way that you can really nail that one down. That's right. nothing You're more than You're not gonna get anybody on record
1: right saying that. But I don't I don't agree because I if memory serves, and again I don't have a list of cities and towns in front of me, I believe there is one town up north in New Hampshire that accepted a bear cat that is much smaller than really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can I can look it up.
0: So yes, are they reacting in a lot of ways to activism? Yeah, let's, let's give you another yep. example. They a few years ago, when I moved here six years ago, they never or they they only had a police prosecutor. So what would happen would be you know people would get tickets for whatever yep. uh, marijuana possession or uh, you know driving, and they would go to court and this police prosecutor. His job was to get you to take the plea deal. Yep. He's a professional plea deal offerer. He's not a real attorney.
1: He doesn't really want to work.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to. He wants to go home by noon, right? Exactly. And so uh, liberty activists start, you know, showing up in mass in the community and getting arrested for various different things. And, of course... We have a thing about not taking a plea deal because plea deals are what's encouraging the system to do what it's doing to people. So let's stop doing that. And as a result of not taking the plea deal, this police prosecutor had to actually do work, like attorney kind of work. And they're not trained for that. So uh, they brought in an actual attorney. The police department hired their own attorney, mm-hmm. and they've had him on ever since. And, of course, every activist that they know is an activist is given this attorney uh, to deal with instead of the uh, the police prosecutor, which everybody else is given to deal with. Well, it makes Semireles'
1: job a little easier anyway, right?
0: He's uh, Yeah, I guess he's the new guy. At the yeah. time, it was a different guy named uh, Eli, Eli Rivera, Rivera, who's now running for sheriff. Uh, but— so my point being that yeah they've definitely made some changes they absolutely have increased the uh, you know the size of their security state and the state actors as well in response to activism yes so. but
1: in I b- I believe further to that they've certainly amped it up but they've also had to amp it uh, reel it back at least at with the photography and the video cameras at the superior courthouse it got very very stringent and and not and um I saw Jason Talley mm-hmm. get dragged across the floor for having a video camera for having a video camera yeah. we're not moving quickly enough actually because he wasn't at that point he wasn't allowed to have a video camera in the courtroom now we have we're able to take there seems to be some semblance of sanity coming back into the situation mm. where we well. And again, today at district court, there are no signs up in the district court's
0: always been different from uh, superior court as far as their their level of crackdown on electronic devices. Yes, you still cannot have a video camera in operation in superior court, but now you can carry one around. Carry one in, in. which was different, is different, but it's still worse than it was because when I first moved here and for a number of years, you could video in the lobby at the superior court and have no problem. And no problem. So it has gotten worse, even though they've taken one step back uh, from the tyranny. And somebody listening to this might be like well great you activists you're ruining things you're making things worse how can you say that this is an effective project how can you say that you're doing the right thing when all the evidence is now the security state is getting even bigger and it's your fault
1: what do i say to them i I think that this is all security theater anyway as i was sitting in the district courthouse today it was just passing the time as you're sitting there waiting i had business to to conduct in Mm -hmm. court and to sit there and wait, and I would just gone through this ridiculous security checkpoint on the first floor, and I'm just thinking, you know, I have so much in my purse that they just let me take, mm. you know, it's it, it's ridiculous. It's just as arbitrary as the TSA. You, can, you can't take juice in, but you can take right. water in. Or the other guy says you can't take water in because it might have something you could throw at the judge. But, gosh, you can take your purse, right. which weighs as much as a brick, if not a cinder block, you know, I'm not going to throw that at the judge. What Somebody who had decides? the other idea
0: to, to use a 3D printer to print out 3D knives yeah, with and plastic. Guns. Yep. And uh, guns are a little more tricky, but mm-hmm. uh, you could easily make knives and put them on your person. And sure. those metal detectors are not going, That's going right. to detect that. So a determined person who wants to harm the judge, which, by the way, all of this is ridiculous in the first place. As you say, it's theater, yeah. because in the video of uh the security theater that you'll see if you go to freekeen.com the judge comes out through the security checkpoint in the video and i say hi to him he says hi back and i ask him what's going on with my lunch date because he promised me years ago we do lunch together and it's never happened um uh, and he blows it off and uh he walks right out the security checkpoint right out into the uh, the parking garage i mean if somebody wanted to hurt that man it wouldn't be hard to do yeah it's it's just it's such a facade to me Sorry, and Mark, we are totally dominating this yeah. conversation. You're still there. So go have your thoughts.
3: No, I was just
4: saying, um, yeah, regardless of what you guys are saying, these, it's way past time for these strings to be cut anyways and get rid of the feds. Um, it's. Uh, I, I think oh, the yeah. federal government is completely unreformable. There's no hope to it. You know, um, it, a true telltale sign is Romney. You know, the guy is absolutely despicable in every way imaginable. Even as a, um, you know, a classical Republican, um, they're, uh, it's time to secede. <laughs> That's, that's all i got
0: to say. Thanks, Mark, for the call and thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. One of the things I would say to the objection that, look at all these cops are cracking down. Doesn't look like a free place to me. This is what some people will say like in right. response to uh, Derek J's victimless crime spree or some of the other things they'll hear about what goes on up here. Hey, i got news for you. If your little liberty movement where you are, and I know it's little in comparison to the one in New Hampshire, if your liberty, because I used to live in Florida and it was awful, If your little liberty movement ever starts to gain traction and you and your friends start to actually make an impact, guess what they're going to do to you? You're going to have the same stuff. Yeah, the same stuff. will going to happen to you? In fact, it might even be worse because – down in a lot of other places, I heard from Emberly from Voluntary Values, another radio show. She went down to Virginia. Unfortunately, she had some court things to deal with with her son down there as he was visiting and got into some trouble. But uh, she was in court in Virginia. They did not even allow cell phones in that courtroom. You could not get any kind of electronic device through. Good luck. We've we've had people call this uh, this show and talk about their court cases that they've uh, been dealing with, and all the question I like to ask is. Did you record it? Yeah. Oh, we can't get cameras in there. Well, we get cameras in every single time we uh, we have a court uh, court hearing. Yeah. So there may be problems in New Hampshire. There are problems in New Hampshire. But it's probably worse where you are. You just don't know it because you've never done the things that we're doing here. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You think the state's just going to sit back and let this stuff happen? For this free. Ain't gonna, this ain't a cakewalk.
2: A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press, Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523, there are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel
5: in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed, with brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers. There's a robot
0: Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. Toll-free 855-450-free the sequel C A I toll-free line 1855-450-3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. You can uh, enjoy the features we give to you. You get to control the content as well as um, most other talk shows don't let you do that. You can actually submit different items to our website. You find something online that you want to share with us and our other listeners. Submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com. Maybe it's a YouTube video you like. Maybe it is something that you think scary, something you think is exciting, something is fun. Whatever you think that our listeners would enjoy, submit it as show prep. It appears on the upcoming stories page, and then it must receive a certain number of votes in order to make it promoted, if you will, get promoted to the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. So head over, get interactive. Once again, free talk live. Dot com. I actually have an email question that we can get to here in a moment. But uh, first, let's talk about this Muslim story. This seems like pretty big news, uh, Nemi. It's not really a shocker to anybody that's been paying attention to how the FBI deals uh, with this so-called anti-terrorism campaign that they're running.
1: And this is nothing new for the New York Police Department either. And this is a paid informant for NYPD's intelligence unit was under orders to bait Muslims into saying inflammatory things like, "As as this person lived a double life, snapping pictures inside mosques and collecting the names of innocent people attending study groups on Islam, he told the Associated Press. This 19-year-old American of Bangladeshi descent who has now denounced his work as an informant said police told him to oh, embrace, nice. a, embrace a strategy called Create and Capture. Oh, he, wow. He, he wow. Said, he said it involved creating a conversation about jihad or terrorism and capturing the response to send to the NYPD.
0: For his work... It's also... the. It's funny they call it that because it made me think... Let's create a terrorism and then capture them, right. which is what they exactly. do. Exactly. Well, that's, right. so, that's the other level to creating capture.
1: Right. For his work, he earned as much as $1,000 a month and goodwill from the police after a string of minor marijuana arrests. Uh, Doesn't I this see. sound familiar to yeah. you? We need you to pretend to be one of them, he said, the police hmm. told him at street theater. He said he now believes his work as an informant against Muslims in New York was, quote, detrimental to the Constitution. Gosh, you think? After he and dis- your
0: own personal constitution.
1: Right. right. <laughs> after he disclosed to friends details about his work for the police, and after he told the police that he had been contacted by the Associated Press, he stopped receiving text messages from his, his, NY- handler. his handler, Steve, uh-huh. and his handler's NYPD phone number has been disconnected. Uh-huh. His account shows how the NYPD unleashed informants. I, I like the the word unleashed, informants yeah. on Muslim neighborhoods, often without specific targets or criminal leads. Well, so right. just, this guy is clearly, go see what you could
0: scare up. Yeah, this guy's clearly not the only one who's been placed in these roles.
1: Much of what this person said represents a tactic the NYPD has denied using. Now, the AP corroborated hmm. his account through arrest records. Weeks of text messages between him and his handler. He and his handler, excuse me. So he had all those logs. He has all these <laughs> logs. The Associated Press
0: also reviewed the photos he sent to police. That's interesting because you know, having those text messages is pretty damning yeah, uh, for, absolutely. for the feds and for the NYPD in this case. It's the NYPD acting with federal money. Is that what's going on here? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So he, has, he says friends confirmed he was at certain events when he said he was there, and former NYPD officials, while not personally familiar with this informant, said the tactics he described were used by informants. Yeah. Informants like this one are a central component of the NYPD's wide-ranging programs to monitor life in Muslim neighborhoods since the 2001 terrorist Which, attacks. Which, by the
0: way, I believe the NYPD came out with a report saying nothing ever came out of it. Right. I think we talked about this several weeks back, maybe a few months ago on Free Talk Live, where there's been an analysis of the money and the time and all this effort that they've spent over the last decade trying to root out the Muslim terrorists yeah. from all the mosques in New York City. Uh, Yeah, they haven't found anybody. Even despite having people in there like this guy trying to foment things. That's right. That's how peace-loving, by the way, I just like to reiterate this, that's how peace-loving Muslim people are. I mean, for the most part, they're not radicals in the same way that most people aren't radical Christians uh, out there, you know, killing people in the name of Jesus. I mean, Muslims aren't killing people in the name of Muhammad or Allah. Mm. They're just not that kind of uh, person. In fact, one of our listeners is right now. Uh, he's on the Hajj. He is going through uh, what is a really important uh, ceremony in the Muslim religion where it's, it's basically a pilgrimage uh, to Mecca, essentially. I think and that's fantastic. It's like a, it's a huge deal.
1: And so in response, police have eavesdropped inside Muslim businesses, trained video cameras on mosques and mm. collected license plates of worshippers. Informants who trawl the mosques, known informally as mosque crawlers, Tell police what the imam says at sermons and provide police lists of attendees even when there's no evidence they've committed a crime.
0: So, this is going on in the Muslim world. We reported earlier, I think it was uh, this week, that the FBI has been infiltrating anarchist groups. Mm Mm-hmm. We know that the FBI has infiltrated Quaker groups. Mm-hmm. We know that anti-war groups have been infiltrated. Any anybody that is perceived as a, you know, a threat to the status quo, whether dangerous or not, is being infiltrated. Yeah. And so you should expect it to happen in your group as you become more effective. Again, we're right back to the conversation last uh, from last hour. Oh, uh, you know, you guys up there in New Hampshire, look at what they're doing. The FBI's infiltrating you. That's scary. We and should I, not do activism because they might infiltrate. But wait, one thing that should be pointed out, we're not violent. Right. So when they infiltrate, they don't find anything. In the same way, they're not finding anything in the, mos- in the mosques. Right. They're not finding anything in meetings of Free State Project participants or liberty activists up here. Because you know the worst that they're going to come across is somebody smoking uh, a little bit of weed, or you know, a twenty-year-old <laughs> not, pay- not having, paying
1: their parking tickets. You know, a
0: twenty-year-old might be drinking a beer sometime. Right. I mean, that's really about as bad as it's going to get for the FBI,
1: right? Absolutely. And I remember when um, the FBI was was coming around or was talking to people, and the the rumor mill said, "Oh yes, and we're apparently." being violent or there are people among us who are, are threatening violence and i said, there no. was one
0: guy who uh it was awfully coincidental after he showed up in town started to talk about violence not like
1: planning violence that was nipped in the bud but, pretty quickly though. yeah
0: but just like talking about it and that is not acceptable i mean it's just not something most of the people i know are very peace right. oriented so yes the community handled that situation, but it wasn't, it wasn't long yeah. after he arrived that all of a sudden the FBI was sniffing around. Yeah,
1: I, I don't remember I believe that. the two were connected. I wouldn't be surprised because I know you're not the only one who feels that way.
0: This person speaks of it on a, on a YouTube channel as well, and so it's odds are good right. the FBI knew about him before he came here, right. and then— followed him here oh that's my guess but that same agent the fbi agent has been investigating the free state project for years I right mean, dave ridley had interactions with him from ridleyreport.com right. many yeah. years ago so he's been investigating since before i've been here
1: now i actually stand corrected with these particular programs that we've been talking about in new york this is actually funded and unprecedented and it says unprecedented help from the cia so it's not the is, FBI. okay but
0: it's federal, federal. it's federal yeah. money
1: Just to be clear. So police recruited this informant in late January after his third arrest on misdemeanor drug charges, which Rahman believed would lead to serious legal consequences. NYPD plainclothes officer approached him in a Queens jail and asked whether he wanted to turn his life around. Hmm. The next month, he said he was on the NYPD payroll. Because nothing turns your life around like becoming a snitch. Right. That makes you some good friends. Yeah. So the NYPD
0: spokesman, long lasting relationships.
1: yeah, yeah, did not immediately return a message seeking comment. Uh, huh. He he has denied widespread NYPD spying, saying police only follow leads. Well, that's a bunch that's of bunk nonsense, that's and nonsense. we know that's
0: nonsense. It's job
1: security to go out and create they work have their for own yourself. Division. That's right.
0: So thanks for sharing. So,
1: that. So yeah, this is this is an incredible story to me. I, I mean, just I say it's I'm incredible. Not I'm not it. shocked. I, I, it's just one more.
0: Do one you moron. really think that this is necessary? Are, are you one of those people listening that you think that there are these Muslims out there and they're plotting and they're just – we just haven't found them yet? We just haven't invaded the right mosques? I mean because – and when I say we, I mean the federal government. I'm not doing this. I support people's right to freedom of religion and right to privacy and not having a bunch of agent provocateurs coming in and trying to foment violence, which, as we've seen with all these FBI busts that they've made— it's bust after bust after bust. They're busting somebody the FBI put up to it in the first place. Right. And odds are the person never would have done a damn thing had the FBI not handed him a bomb and said, go do this. Here's some cash right. you can live on in the meantime. And we'll give you all the necessary things that you'll need to carry some out, yeah. some act of violence. 855-450-FREE. But if you are somebody that thinks that this is OK, that spying on uh, people in a religion is a cool thing and activist groups, would love to hear from you.
6: Ballad
0: response. Let's try this again. She hung up on me. <laughs> I was trying to put the uh, the poll lady on so you could hear what uh, she was trying to ask. Right during the break, there yeah. we got. In she the, called last week too. Yeah, we got during the uh, this the break. We uh, had a phone call come in from. She didn't really identify herself. Uh, usually they will They're identify themselves. To. Yeah, she. I wanted you to hear that, but uh, she decided to hang up on me. It's one of those automated, uh, you know, polling systems that calls landlines, and uh, she called the LRN.FM FM studio landline, and it was that same old question about. Uh, we're doing a marketing survey. It's confidential. And maybe because they call it a marketing survey, they don't have to identify themselves. I don't sense, know. Since it's not a political survey, it's a marketing So What? How, does this, how is this marketing? I, anyway, so it was the same old question. Are you going to vote for Barack? If the election was held today, are you going to vote for Barack Obama or press Mitt one. Romney? Press, press one. Press two. Or are you undecided? That's it. No other option. You can't speak to a human being. You cannot register that you are going to vote for someone else or right. that you're not going to vote yep. or anything like that. Now,
1: if I remember last week, you pressed three for undecided and they hung up.
0: I No, no, no. I've never I've never pressed undecided.
1: What did you press? No. Did you,
0: pre- did you just press There a- was only one. I've now received like four of these calls yeah. from – I think I received two calls from one organization and two calls from another one and maybe a third. But uh, – only one of the organizations had a three for other uh, option. That, I
1: think that might and have I been it. I pressed the three
0: for other option on that one. And that's when they came back with, well, if you had to choose. <laughs> right? That's
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> one or two. Yeah. And then the three was undecided. A bullet to the head. <laughs>
1: yeah. I would like that option, please. I would like none of the above. Oh, my God. But that's,
0: you know, that's what people are getting when I mean, these are the polls, right? The, these are the the opinion surveys yeah. that are calling around, and that's what people are receiving. And they're not honest. They're not uh, giving people real choice. And so when you see results talked about in new, mainstream media, it's it's biased from the get go,
1: and it starts early too. I just was—I haven't had my own TV in years and years, and I certainly haven't watched a lot of it. Um, but I've been—I uh, was just over at a friend's house, and they had Nickelodeon on. And they had the, the kids aren't allowed to vote, but Nickelodeon says kids can vote, and it's oh, it's a kid vote thing, right? Yeah. So you either pick one Mitt or the other or Barack, yep. and it's like, God, thanks, Viacom. What? Wow, yeah, this is the, these are the choices you have, kids. Mm-hmm. Nothing such as the Libertarian
0: Party. I wonder if MTV is any better. I because I don't they're, bo- know. they're owned by the same company. At least the last I heard, Nickelodeon was owned by Viacom, right. uh, MTV owned by Viacom, and so I wonder if MTV is. Even bothering to mention the Green Party or oh. the Libertarians or anything like that? Like,
1: I, if I had to guess, I would say no.
0: Because yeah. I've never seen
1: Libertarians mentioned on MTV. Yeah. Even when I watched it a lot more than I do now.
0: Sure. When was that?
1: Uh, it was in high school.
0: Yeah. What,
1: <laughs> half a lifetime ago now? Yeah, it's been a long time. Beavis and Butthead, I still... And, and Headbangers Ball was still Headbangers yeah. Ball. You know, that was so old metal show. There I am, older than dirt. It's official. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So I, I just it it's disappointing to me and and it's disappointing to me to have my friends say to me well now that ron paul's out of the race who are you voting for now i'm like mm. why am i doing my think why am i doing your thinking for you you know why am i your go to i don't want to mo- vote for obama or A Romney person. So it's like, okay, well, you can write in Ron Paul, you can investigate Gary Johnson, you can look at the Green Party, you have all all sorts of options. Go do some research. Some people
0: don't vote at all. Here in New Hampshire, the New Hampshire Liberty Party, the newest uh, political party on the scene, uh, formed by activists in the Keene area, um, has... has put an option on the ballot for those who would actually like to vote for NOTA, N-O-T-A votes, and also votes for Liberty, will be counted. So if you write in NOTA or Liberty on the ballot, uh, your votes will actually be counted. Whereas normally if you write in something, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, or NOTA or whatever, it's not counted. Uh, It's not counted as an individual breakaway from all the other write-in votes. This actually will have its own you know, headline or whatever, not headline, but its own section in the vote tallies. Uh, so, there aren't too many places where you can actually vote for none of the above. We've got that here. 855 free Lauren's on the line in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hey, Lauren.
2: How you guys doing? Hey. I called in yesterday. You Mr. remember me?
0: Yeah, go ahead with your thoughts.
2: Yeah. Um, anyhow, I just think, you know, I'm not too surprised. I don't think anybody who listens to the show is too surprised with the whole um, informant thing. I don't know if you guys remember, but... Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was an FBI uh, asset. He wasn't like an agent or anything, but he worked for the FBI, and uh, they set him up. Like they set mm. this uh, guy up in, um, you know, New York City, and it's the whole thing is, it's you know, designed to make us, you know, feel sympathetic to the Federal Reserve. And honestly, uh, somebody, well, I don't know if how I'm does it have to do with the, the Air Federal Air.
0: Reserve? I'd- I mean, mm-hmm. how does the investigation of Muslims have anything to do with the Federal Reserve?
2: No, I was just touching on what happened the other day and the whole bombing thing. With oh, the right,
0: right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a threat, uh, an alleged threat against uh, the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, Sorry, I had not made the connection. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, the FBI set them up like like they set up Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: <laughs> well, the more things change, the more they remain the same.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anything so, else you want to share?
2: No, I'm just saying that um, the only way things can change is um, if we actually – get angry about this we can't be i don't pathetic. know it's i don't know
0: if anger is really the right emotion i don't think that uh, i don't want to be angry i've been angry and i don't want to be angry i don't uh, it doesn't it's not good for you to be angry no so. i would certainly
1: agree it's not good for you to be angry but i think it's for some folks and this would include me mm-hmm. as, as you, there, there's a phase of anger it's a phase and, and I, it yeah. may be a, an initial reaction before actual Shock. action yeah yeah um, I've seen you know, in,
0: the, in that condition. Yeah,
1: I'm. I you know I have seen when I mentioned earlier seeing Jason Talley dragged across the floor, being arrested for not standing for a judge. Yeah, I was absolutely beside myself, appalled. I was so upset, I was shaking. And yeah, I that was one of your first. I was. Real... I, I was. That was the red pill day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So it's. I, I don't I, I can certainly understand your point, Ian, and that anger is not the standpoint from which to come no, at don't the want to situation. Stay there. No. You, but I, I think it's, it's to not say empowering. it's not a good thing, I it may well I be. Think, I don't know if it's in, a
0: good thing, except that it's just inevitable for a lot of people. Like yeah. it's just a, you just have to accept that it might be something that you're going to encounter, uh move through it, move past it, don't yeah. don't uh, stew in it. Yeah, certainly. It's not going Use it as a stepping
1: you. stone in in the the more constructive direction is what I would I would advise Lauren
0: your thoughts
2: um well yeah well anger anger has to be used because the only way we could uh you know change the government isn't with the ballot poll it's with um you know stuff I I probably shouldn't mention on the air, but anyhow, um, can can I talk about
0: something else? Well, I think a lot of what you're mentioning, uh, or what you're not mentioning, which sounds like violence, is based in anger, and I think that if people stay in anger, they're more likely to think about violence as an option, and violence should not be an option on the table because then you lower yourself to their level and you use their tool. If you have something else, we'll let you bring it up in a moment. Hang on, we can bring it back eight five five four fifty three. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I feel pretty strongly about this because I've been there. I know what it's like to be angry. I know what it's like to think about violence. I've been there, and uh, I don't want to go there anymore. 855-450-FREE. I don't believe it helps at all. 1-855-450-3733. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Your thoughts about anger?
5: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves here. Toll-free numbers, 855-453. And that number is brought to you by SACL, CAI, one 450 3733 Join us online, freetalklive.com, with you tonight. It's Ian. And Nemi. Uh, oh, and by the way, over at freetalklive.com, we've got uh, listening options, broadband, Mid-band and narrow-band versions of the show. You can listen to any one of those live streams around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is always airing there. Uh, plus, our radio stations air us at various different times throughout the week. You can get a list of where and when uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. Our XM satellite radio listening options, as well as other satellite options like KU Band Free to Air. You can find us in both of those places. Webcam, got that too. And the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Head over to listen. Dot freetalklive.com. And I want to tell you about blockchain.info, where you can go right now to get your own free Bitcoin online wallet. They have apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones that makes it easier than ever to use Bitcoin. And thanks to their fancy encryption techniques, blockchain never has access to your money. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. With the blockchain wallet, you can even send Bitcoins via email. That's convenient. To your Facebook friends or anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. Talk about handy. What do they charge for it all? Nothing. So go to blockchain.info and get your free Bitcoin wallet today. Blockchain.info. We'll tell you more about Bitcoins here in a little bit if you haven't heard yet. First, we go back to Lauren. He had a secondary issue topic. Go ahead, Lauren, with your thoughts, sir.
2: Really, um, I know that you're sort of, I guess, like taking the Martin Luther King route or the Gandhi route, but uh, when the troops come in, I mean, because you know this is going to happen, I'm pretty sure you're, you know this is going to happen, violence, anger is a gift, and we have to cherish violence to use it in our own way.
0: Whoa, you know, whoa, right? whoa, slow slow down a second here, because you, you, you're packing a lot into a couple of statements Anger is a gift? Yes. From whom?
2: If if you get angry about the right things.
1: Why? I think, again, it comes back, if I can speak here, I think it comes back to being a motivational power. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I can see it motivating people, but if they stay in that place, it's a dark, dark place. And it is something that does not lead to positive things.
2: Well, you got to know when to let it out. And you gotta know when to keep it in.
0: But how about listen, just letting go of it? I mean, why why have it in the first place? Why not? Well, why not if you feel yourself being angry, just let it go rather than letting it out? Well,
2: to me, I'm angry. I'm angry. I about can tell. All the, I'm. Arch, listen, I, I'm. I'm pretty laid back. You know, I called back yesterday. I was laughing. I was talking about meditating and yeah. And um,
0: do you feel yeah, angry I, when uh, you meditate? <laughs> not really You not shouldn't the time, but... If you do, you're probably doing it wrong uh, But uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm sorry I, I don't see value in it. it I accept it I accept it that people are going to feel it I still feel it Things are done to me and my friends That are angering But I am aware enough That when it happens I realize it's happening And I know I don't want to be part of it
1: I think something the caller is saying I've heard myself in some conversations I've had with not people in liberty circles, but just people generally, is that, okay, so what happens when we're invaded? Now, are we invaded by foreign foreign troops are we invaded by our own troops under the guise of martial law or well, there's or always some boogeyman
0: to be afraid something, of
1: something right? right so what happens when they come in are you going to stand and fight revolution style or are you going to head for your basement and cower until everything is done and, and am i getting that
2: right caller
1: i'm sorry for he did allude to
0: something like yeah. that
1: yeah before,
2: before before that happens because that's eventually going to happen I don't, I, don't,
0: I don't accept that i don't i don't
2: accept that what, what do you mean? You don't I don't. I'm not that?
0: living into that future. I'm not preparing for that future. I'm not living into that future. I'm not believing <laughs> it, it's in that future. preparing for you. Well, preparing you can say whatever you want. Try to scare me, but uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to live into I'm not that future. To scare
2: tell you what you can have that
0: universe you you can have that universe Lauren if that's what you want let's say that let's say the universe is branching at every moment and uh, your choices make a difference as to uh, what actually happens in your experience and so maybe you're gonna go off into your own world where uh, your own little universe where the troops roll in and you get to duke it out in the streets with them but in my future everything's peaceful and uh yeah there's some arrests that are probably going to get us to that point but uh nothing like a tr- troop roll-in total crackdown like you're envisioning Go ahead. why don't you paint the picture for us uh, the scary picture that uh, is supposed to be so angering in all that droning and stuff that's going on in yemen and pakistan that's preparation for you all the tsa checkpoints out there that's preparation for you so they're already prepping. So what are they going to do? Give me, give me the scary picture. Go ahead.
2: Listen, they already put fluoride in the water. Yeah, they've they're done that GMOs in the food.
0: Lots of water right. has natural fluoride, by the way.
2: It doesn't matter. It's it's bad for you. You yeah. know. What I mean? I've heard
0: that. I've heard that. I think there's. I think that's it's believable. Bad for you.
2: Yeah. It kills the pineal gland. They're trying to poison us with the
0: food, with the hormones, and they're all. They're trying that. to poison you, Ian. I have a question for you. Yes. Yeah. Hold on a second. I want to know more about this. Now, this is an interesting theory, that they are trying to poison us. Why would they want to do that? Because it would seem that you're more valuable to them alive than as a corpse. You are a productive person, presumably, and so therefore you're producing for them, and even if you're not... You're valuable as a parasite because then they have an excuse to make their system larger. So keeping people around is valuable, which is why I think this conspiracy theory that the you know 80% of the population is going to be wiped out at some point. It's 80% of the population. They're going to wipe you out. With, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think it's I'm ridiculous. See,
2: you're trying to paint me down as somebody that I'm not. OK. I'm telling you the truth.
0: It's your truth. Why, why and you Lauren, thinking? I don't doubt that it's your truth, and I appreciate your call tonight. Thank you. I hope you I hope you lose the anger. Uh 450 free. What was your question going to be? My question honey? is
1: it, it was more it's not tongue in cheek, but I think it was it's kinda going along to what the caller was getting at. So you are peaceful. Right. I do my best. Okay. I'm not perfect. Okay. So when the zombie apocalypse happens, that's why I have my AK-47.
0: Okay,
1: so here we go. So the- I can't
0: let go of the AK. <laughs> not because I want to shoot a government guy. It's because there could be a zombie, zombie apocalypse. apocalypse.
1: Right? And, and granted, now see, I I now that I know that, I, I know where I'm going to come. With my AK in the, in the zombie
0: apocalypse, we could take up defensive positions.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's defense of of, of uh, you know in the scenario, it's defense of life, liberty, property. So is it the same thing when we're talking about government officials? Because I mean, they are zombies to some extent, not literally, but sort of figuratively. And I, I know that, <laughs> that, that you're very you're very passionate. I respect your your position for sure. I just I, I kind of wonder because there's. Just makes me think, you know, if someone... I'm very stand-your-ground kind of person, as yeah. you know, and granted... Me too.
0: I'll stand... You know, you and I uh, were pulled over, and uh, you saw right, me sure stand did. my ground that's with right. that cop. <laughs> that's,
1: that's right. Well, but I, I had
0: a video camera pointed that's at him, right. not a firearm. And he didn't like you very much. Nope, but he and backed the hell down. He
1: did. And, and he, he tra- didn't have to. He could have arrested me. Yeah, that would not have been good. That would not have been good. So I, I just... I think that my question goes toward what I think the caller is kind of saying. And and I don't think that violence in the face of a Tiananmen Square kind of showdown or the martial law, I I don't think um, it's going to serve any, it's not going to change the outcome. I like what our board
0: operator has to say tonight at GCN. He says they have more bombs, guns, tanks, jets, and warships than any other group in the world. How can violence possibly help?
1: That's true. But I'm also not going to cower in my basement and wait for them to come get me. If mm-hmm. they're going to kill me, they can kill me in the street.
0: Sure. No, I, I think that makes you know? sense. And uh, let's have them do it with the video cameras rolling yep. and, uh, and broadcasting live. So, I, you know, I, I realized that Lauren had more to say, but I... I was d- I'm done hearing about the uh, the violent talk yeah. and uh, and the anger because people like that in that place that's where they're at and that's the world that they see forming around them you know it's a prison planet it's what you and, it's what you do with it that's really important 855 yeah. 453 your thoughts are certainly welcome i'm i'm not to the point of uh, you know gandhi or you know buddha or something like that but At least you're not not shaking the hands of zombies and not making friends. I still feel angry. I am shaking the hands of the police uh, and trying to make friends with them and have conversations. But they're also not trying to
1: get your brains.
0: Well, maybe. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone. 213-493-0308. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's 855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you will find there completely free for you. Those other talk show hosts charge you to get on their websites, usually to get anything decent off of their websites, and we give it all away at freetalklive.com. Now then, if you enjoy the show and you'd like to help support Free Talk Live, I would recommend that you become an amplifier. You can do it for as little as five bucks a month. We'll take that money in and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations as well as uh, more internet connections, bringing more internet listeners to the ideas of liberty and radio listeners as well. And if that's valuable to you, because, by the way, we're really the only people that can do it in the way that we do it, I think that's unfortunate. I mean, I wish there were more shows on national radio with the principles of liberty. That it, you know that understand the, the principles that effectively communicate those principles, but reality is the world in which we live that's not the case at this time. Maybe someday uh, you know shows will be ripping off Free Talk live or at the very least taking our principles and, and using them on the air uh, once folks start to realize how much sense they make. but we're not there yet, and at this point Free Talk Live is really the only player in national radio with this message and LRN. LRN does not uh, play in the National Radio Leagues. Uh, LRN.fm is uh, is basically a hobby of mine, and it's something I spend my personal money on. There's a little bit of ant money that goes into it, too, but uh, it's something I spend my own... earnings on to help get the word of Liberty out and help, you know, introduce people to other great Liberty-oriented shows. But not a one of those is uh, is clearing on a national radio station.
1: Well, it's certainly awesome here locally because we have it. On, That's true. We have Liberty Radio here. And, and it's fantastic to get in the car and hear you guys on Free Talk Live. Obviously, I don't hear myself, but... Um, Did
0: you hear the uh that Marcus uh, the one man rock band was in an hotel room here in town? Yeah. And he turned the hotel radio on with the intention of listening to I don't know why he was in the hotel room but and it was uh, already there. He was uh yeah, it was already on. Yeah. We <laughs> just randomly.
1: Yeah, but I think that's fantastic and yeah. it's preset in my car and it's great to tool around town and and listen to Liberty Radio all the time. It's much better than the that it seems like diametrically opposed options of Howie Carr and Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah, you know yeah. this—that's the talk radio here until so Liberty Radio. Hit.
0: LRN is a LRN.fm is a tool. It's it's two things. It's one a radio network that allows listeners to tune in and hear other shows besides Free Talk Live they might like more. Uh, but also it's something that allows you as an activist to start your own radio station and duplicate what has been done here in Keene, has been done in other places around the country. Not enough of them, in my opinion. I think that uh, we need to see more of that, but we talked about that earlier this week. So let's continue here at 855-450-FREE. Hey, are you tired of general preparedness and survival advice with no reason or context behind it? Do you think that the single scenario focus of those survivalists on TV shows is silly? With all the fear hyping, do you sometimes wonder about the reality of historical and potential disaster situations? The book Strategic Survival will help you understand what might happen, how it might affect you, and those you care about and what you can do about it. And I like that they say that it might Right. Because I don't like living into I was talking about with the Loring or Lauren who called earlier. I don't like living into the world where this is what's going to to occur. They're going to exterminate half the population. They're going to round you up and put you into a camp. And, you know, just all these scary stories. So there are some possibilities of what could happen. And it's not a bad idea to be prepared for some of that. And with the knowledge in strategic survival and the other material it references, by taking some simple action to prepare, you can turn fear into war. Uh, fear and worry into confidence and peace, and isn't that what you really want? because, as our board operator says here, and he quotes Yoda, he's got some good good ones tonight uh, fear is the path to the dark side, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. You don't really want to go down that way, do you? I think if you choose to go that way, you can certainly choose that yeah, but the, those are the that's the right. natural progression of those uh emotions covering uh, by the way strategic survival covers budget and schedule friendly solutions ranging from equipment and improv- improvisation ideas you can carry with you to more permanent infrastructure and includes recommendation for training and practice for added confidence and experience strategicsurvival.com is where you can go to get it that's strategicsurvival.com uh so 855 450 free that's the sacl CAI toll free line i asked on uh, facebook and twitter still angry And some of our responses are as follows here. Uh, Ignore Authority says, anger is natural, but I have the power to control my emotions. I don't want to be angry, so I choose happiness. And really, it's all about choice and you being able to be aware of what you're choosing in any given moment. You can either kind of live your life by default and experience the emotions that you're experiencing, and just let them take you down that roller coaster. Or you can be uh, cognizant of what you're feeling and make a cog- you know make a, 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 dis- a concerted effort. effort. Well done yep. to attempt to change that. I'm not saying you're always going to have success, especially in the moment of uh, whatever outrageous thing is happening to you. I mean, I probably one of the best examples for me was uh, a few years ago I had my cell phone stolen right out of my hands by an EMS worker here in town. You ever seen this video? I have seen this video. And uh, I I was livid at this. I mean, I'm standing out in a public place recording government workers doing their government job of being an EMS worker, and this guy, I didn't do anything to him. I might have asked him a few questions or something like that, but, you know... I didn't he just call a, up and took your phone didn't call him a poopy head or something like that uh he just walks right up storms by me and snatches the phone out of my hand i had some choice words for him and uh was not in in a in, a, in good shape now did you get your phone back i did eventually it took for- an hour and a half yeah though. i forget the, the he how- ran off with that thing right. they, uh, the sheriffs had to go and go after him and ask for, you know, to retrieve Say the phone. Say return
1: it. I'm surprised they didn't threaten him with arrest. Ian, because isn't that theft of There's property? His buddy. I'm sure
0: they, they Good know each gracious. other.
1: But, Good old you Boys Network and Keene, no way.
0: It wasn't, uh, it was inconvenient. I had to waste an hour and a half of my time waiting to get the phone back. And that could have certainly gotten in the way of, you know, doing business or whatever it was right. I could have done with the phone had I actually had the ability to utilize it. But, I, I remember being aware in the moment of the anger that I was feeling and and knowing I didn't want to really be a part of that and eventually you know calmed down and uh, forgave the guy for what he did which of course a lot of people critique me for because uh, it's a, supposed to be a bad thing to forgive somebody if they don't ask for it now, I think you it's know?
1: I think it's your personal decision and forgiving someone I, I don't think anyone needs to ask you. no I agree with you're, that you're putting it down yourself you I know? think
0: that the people who are the critics in that case have a point when they say that if you do it publicly then it seems kind of smarmy I think they have a point oh yes which I did oh I wrote an article about it at freekeen.com oh, goodness
1: gracious yeah yeah about how
0: I forgave him for what he did
1: well well done but Ian. I
0: saw him uh, a couple of years later in the city lobby and he and I had a brief chat and it was pleasant so
1: did he apologize for stealing your phone no
0: no but I don't expect that I've already forgiven yeah. him so whatever right. I've moved on Well, good for you. So the longer the anger lasts, the more dangerous it becomes for you, and I would recommend you get away from it. But I understand why people have it. I've been there, and I was far more angry when I lived in Florida than after I moved up here. And it took a while for it to dissipate here, yeah. but it it did after probably about a year of being here. It it kind of washed and, away and doing
1: things because you moved right. here and you were instantly active.
0: I was part of the you know activist right. community here, yeah. and and knowing that uh, there was great people around me and that there were all these exciting things happening gives one hope or at least it gave me hope for the future okay. and if you've got hope then it's hard to get caught in that cycle of uh, of negativity that we hear so often from some of the people that call this show uh and it's i can relate okay yep. I, i've been there so 855 free that's the cycle CAI toll free line I actually have an email at or excuse me an email here from a young lady who says actually it was sent to mark and he sent it to me Hey, I have a question for you to address on the air. How do people, how do you pull people out of their Ron Paul induced stupidity coma and get them involved in something that could actually make a difference? For like what? E- for example, if you want to go the political route, Gary Johnson's actually on the ballot, and I've attempted to get local people out for some jury information and been told I was disloyal to the Ron Paul cause. It's ridiculous, and I need a support system, or I can't get out there and do this. I'm lost, Okay, can you read
1: the the first line of that email again? How do
0: you pull people out of their Ron Paul-induced stupidity coma? You can probably
1: start by not talking to them that way. Like that, yeah. Hey, you dummies, why don't you do what I'm saying? Right. Well, we don't know how she's talking to Well, if she's talking to you... Or Mark or whoever that way coming off, you know, I can understand that. Well, frustration for sure. But if you're you're out there and you know, even in the face of the the best comparison I can think of is being an atheist. Honestly, is you go out and if someone's, you don't need to get in someone's face and you can ignore someone if they get in your face. But you just go out and say your message. You know, Gary Johnson's great. Mark's done it here. You know, or don't
0: vote or just at least educate yourself. Let's get into it in a little bit more detail here. Also, take your suggestions at eight five five four. I've been told no in many different ways. I
1: give you an order and you're gonna obey it. Well, George, you can go this way.
0: You can do that. and You have to leave here. You cannot bring signs into the rally.
6: Walk with me. Well, I'm I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here actually.
0: Whoa, whoa, Excuse whoa, whoa, hey hey, 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 hey! Who do you think you are? Excuse me. me. There is no video no audio allowed in this office. Uh, uh, now I have work today. This uh, is you ain't gonna make. Wait a minute. Now. Really road. Whoa. Hey! Oh, my God! Unbelievable!
6: Because Unpl- you you're scared of you you What am I being now. detained for? You'll be what you You'll be what you're being served. What is this? You're being served.
0: What is this? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the
2: sound
0: of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Available now, free, in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 Join us online. FreeTalkLive.com is the site. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their websites. We give it away, so enjoy at FreeTalkLive.com. With you tonight, it's Ian and Nemi. And Mark out at some kind of town meeting thing tonight. So it's Duty calls. You and I, so I always enjoy it when Mark's out of town.
1: It's fun. It's <laughs> I won't fun. tell him. Next week's Halloween. I'm really excited. You can tell him. I don't care. Uh, what are you excited about? I'm really excited because I'm going to be here in Batgirl garb. Oh, right on. Yeah. And Mark is dressing up as well.
0: So cool. So I'm going to now... be so lame in comparison. That's All right. I've got a V-mask.
1: Oh, sweet. It's hard
0: to host a talk show with a V-mask. But mask you got
1: that on. funky hat, too. That would look good. I have the pimp hat.
0: The pimp hat. The, uh, Absolutely. The, the rainbow pimp hat. Yep. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. It's going to be a great show on the cam next week for sure.
0: All right. So uh, we're in an email here and we just had a chance to basically to read the question before the, the, uh, the news break. So I'm going to recap it for you. Uh, it's from a lady who writes... How do you pull people out of their Ron Paul-induced stupidity coma and get them involved in something that could actually make a difference? She says, for example, you could go the political road. Gary Johnson's actually on the ballot. And I've attempted to get local people out for some jury information and been told I was disloyal to the Ron Paul cause. It's ridiculous. And I need a support system where I can't get out there and do this. I'm lost. Okay. So, there are a few different issues here. Mm -hmm. And you had suggested, Nemi, that maybe you shouldn't come at the Ron Paul people with the attitude that they're stupid. Or anyone. Or or followers. Or in a coma or whatever. But I can I can understand where she's coming from, having been on the Ron Paul forums and been kind of uh, promoting the Free State Project there. Mm-hmm. If you go to afterronpaul.com, com, it's a little website our friend Derek J has put together, nice. which you know there's not much to the site, but I think there's some. Uh, I think simple can be valuable in a lot of ways. It's just basically some videos about moving to New Hampshire and moving to Keene, for instance. So if you go to afterronpaul.com, you're pitched on the idea of moving to New Hampshire as like, hey, this is what's next. Yeah. What else you got going on? Are you going to try to run Ron Paul in 2016? Is that going to work in 2020? Uh, so, you know, what What are you going to do next? Are you going to wait around and hope some new messiah shows up in 2016? Maybe it won't be Ron Paul. Maybe Rand Paul, right. who, of course, is nothing, can't even carry his dad's jockstrap. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, as far as his principles are concerned, I'm sure he's a very nice man. I've met him briefly in, in person. But the guy endorsed Mitt Romney. right? So you don't really have any hope as far as, like, another Ron Paul coming along and doing what Ron Paul did. And you certainly shouldn't wait around four years to find out anyway before you do some activism in the the meantime. So I'd certainly be interested in hearing from you on this because— Nemi and I, you know, we heard, we're here in New Hampshire where the Ron Paul people are the right people. Mm-hmm. They are the liberty community. They yeah. are out there doing all kinds of other activism. Ron Paul mm-hmm. was just a a sideshow for them. That's right. So I don't, you know, I can't relate directly to this because I've never had to deal with the rest of the Ron Paul people outside of the Ron Paul forums. Whereas I said I've been posting a few messages over the last few weeks, and I've been promoting the Free State Project there. And inevitably, the, uh, the the standard objections are coming up. I mean, whether it's Ron Paul people or Libertarian Party members or whoever, they're all going to come up with the same objections. Right. And that is that, oh, well, I think things are fine here. We need to just be free in, in Ohio or wherever it is that yeah. the person lives. And so those are just kind of the standard uh, issues. But she says, how do you pull them out of their stupidity coma and get them involved in something that could actually make a difference? I guess I'd like to know more about... What exactly, you know, what interactions are being had with some of the Ron Paul folks on the outside? Like, is it that hard to really get them to do other things? Are they only about Ron Paul revolution and that's it? Can they not be in- Have incentivized? Have they moved on to
1: something else that you don't approve of? Because I, 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 I'm coming that's back possible. to, you know, this, the the tone of this email is surprising to me. And, and granted, I, again, I can relate to to some frustration but if seriously, if you're talking to people this way, there's there's no I'm not surprised in the slightest that you're not having any success and you're not doing any favors for your candidates either.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, she says, uh, let's see. How, oh, she's attempted to get local people out to do jury information and was told she was disloyal to the Ron Paul cause. I don't even that doesn't, that even, doesn't con- even make sense to me. to me. So, so if
1: you are getting accosted, for lack of a better term, by someone who's uh, who's Going off on you for doing jury nullification, I would just dismiss that out of hand
0: myself, and just do what's what. Maybe you're targeting the wrong people. Um, I don't know. That may be true. Maybe these are maybe these are like marginal Ron Paul people that she's talking to, and not everybody
1: is the same either. There's what 35 different types of libertarians.
0: Well, right, and so these might be the most marginal liberty people that you're coming across. Maybe they are just the Herman Cain supporters who decided (laughs) to vote for Ron Paul in the primary. Uh, it could be that. So if you're not dealing with truly principled, liberty-minded people, then yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise that you can't convince them to do jury nullification outreach. Right. Plus, jury nullification outreach, people know that there's a risk involved in that, right? Yep. They know if they're going to go out in front of a courthouse and uh, attempt to give information to jur to potential jurors, that that could result in uh, some problems, as it did recently for one of the, ju- the uh, outreach guys with the Ed Fortune mm-hmm. marijuana case. And so... Uh, the average Politico activist isn't really a good target for doing those sorts of things. I'm not saying don't invite them. I'm not saying don't encourage them. But don't be disappointed if they decide they want to stay inside. Don't uh, read them the Riot Act, either and or if it's just, not their deal, yeah, right? And or just wave a sign on the side of the road. Some some sort of. Traditionally safe political activity that they're used to. I mean, this is a new territory. Going out and doing jury outreach for the average liberty activist is new territory. Most liberty activists are new activists. Yeah, that's true. The people that are... And you have to have that level of patience with them and understanding. The people that are doing the Ron Paul thing now in 2012, most of them didn't do the Ron Paul thing in 2008. 2008, So they're even new to the whole doing the Ron Paul thing activism. And a lot of them are younger and younger people if you're if you're 18 years old in 2012 you were 14 in 2008 right. and you probably either weren't interested in politics at that time and or if you were interested you it was just about right it. you couldn't right. even drive yourself to wherever it is you need to go and if your parents didn't agree then you're staying home Right. So uh, you know a lot of the the blood out there in the activism community is new blood. It's people that don't have the chops. they don't know what it takes right they, and I, I'm not saying this to, I'm not trying to be mean. I mean it's just
1: a statement of fact right. I would agree with you because my first jury and I'll come back and say again, if you're interested in doing jury outreach, come to New Hampshire. yeah, some of the best jury outreaches I've done is because we have a bunch of people there. Well, a bunch of people, and they're
0: again. De- 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 it depends uh, on some some jury outreach days. There are a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Maybe those have been the one the ones that you've been to, like at, at big trials, some, like no, a demos, like right. a demos trial. There were plenty of people. Lots right of there. people. I think what what do we have? Just under how many total people did attendees? We have? Yeah. Over eighty people right. showed up. I Think there were ninety people in the courtroom at one count, and. There were a lot of people that were doing jury outreach for that. Right. But on the average jury outreach, only all you need is two. Yeah, You don't need to have a whole bunch of people. But then again, that's in New Hampshire. You can get away with two in some other places, but it's better to have more because then you're less likely to be messed with by the sheriffs or whoever might come along. To speak to the level of experience, though,
1: I had never been to jury, I'd done jury outreach. And so I went to our friend Rapture, who's been very active with, with jury nullification and jury outreach. And I said, hey... Can you kind of hold my hand through this? Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's an important thing for me. This is something that I want to do. Going out and approaching strangers is not necessarily my strong point, especially yeah. when I don't necessarily, I'm not real solid on the the laws or if I if I run into someone who knows more than I do, I, I want to be able to speak coherently and candidly and accurately. And, and you kind of have to find someone who's, who's as Ian, you said, you want to be patient yeah. and you want to kind of... Show you the ropes. How, show you the ropes, and then what? One or two times later, you're 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 there, and you know what you're doing. You, you know where everything is, and how to approach people, and how to break the ice. And oh yeah, it's, how to take rejection because you're going to get a lot of that too.
0: It's still hard. Um, I mean, it's still especially if you're introverted. Like I'm kind of naturally introverted. I'd rather just stay inside and play video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll go out and do what I have to do because somebody's got to do it, and I've decided that somebody's going to be It'd me. Be you. That's uh, right. But. You know, I was at the Pumpkin Festival recently handing out information. I took a huge stack of uh, Philosophy of Liberty trifolds down there and got rid of all of them. Uh, but, you know, there were still some times when I wasn't saying things to people that right. I could have. And so I wasn't as uh, as outgoing as I could have been. I got the You're job getting done. getting better. Yeah, no, absolutely. No doubt. For sure. but, uh, I, So I understand where people are at. Yeah. We can continue. You're welcome to share your your experiences with working with these new Ron Paul activists. Got vampires? Zombies ruining the neighborhood? From weapons expert Larry Correa, a new installment in the New York Times best-selling Monster Hunter series, Monster Hunter Legion. Publishers Weekly says this light-hearted testosterone soap sequel to 2009's Monster Hunter International will delight fans of action horror with elaborate weaponry and hand combat, disgusting monsters, and an endless stream of blood and body parts. Monster Hunter Legion, on sale now wherever books are sold. Take control of the airwaves here toll-free. The number is 855 free. The SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Nemi. And you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have there. Uh, they include archives. So if you missed a moment of the show, no problem. Just click and download. They're yours. And they're free. Go to freetalklive.com. You'll find the last seven days' worth of the show right at the top of the website. Click they come to you, no logging in, no membership fees, no jumping through hoops, they're just right there for free. And if you want to go back to years worth of the show, you can click to the SoundCloud page, go to freetalklive.com, it's on the left-hand side under listen and share is the SoundCloud link, or you can just go directly to soundcloud.freetalklive.com, and that'll take you to where you need to go to get all kinds of free shows. It's all there, all free, Free talk Live. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support us, there are different ways to do that. We'll tell you more about that here as the show continues on. And, of course, as it continues on, we'll take your calls about whatever's on your mind. Plus, maybe you've got an answer to the question on the table about Ron Paul activists. And at least one of our listeners is expressing frustration in dealing with uh, attempting to encourage them to do more. Like, I guess she's frustrated that she wants to do X, Y, and Z, like jury nullification outreach, for instance, and is getting the cold shoulder, in uh, in her opinion, from some of these Ron Paul activists. She claims she's been told that she's disloyal to the Ron Paul cause. I don't even understand what that means. Yeah, I would be interested to hear the
1: ensuing conversation. How do you not engage someone who's saying that to you?
0: Right, and and maybe this uh, lady who emailed will call the show and and clarify her experience because there are questions I have. Yeah, absolutely. What is the Ron Paul cause now? Go
1: home and retire. Right, that's the Ron Paul cause. I mean,
0: he joked on Jay Leno about having a 2016 campaign. I think it was a joke. It came off as joking. Maybe he meant it. But what's the cause now? There's nothing that Ron Paul is doing, per se, that's specifically something you can really rally behind. Yeah, he's got his campaign for liberty, the students for liberty. I mean, there are other kind of tangential organizations. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing it.
1: Something I've heard you say before, and I've run into it myself, is plenty of people come to you and say, Ian, I have this great idea. And you turn to them and say, that's a great that. idea. You should do that. Yeah. And you really have to take the initiative yourself because you can sit around and say, oh, these wrong people, Paul people should be doing this and this and this and point your finger at them. Wh- whereas it sounds like she's going out and doing some things, but is she really being the change she wants to see? Is she taking the action that she's, she's suggesting other people take? Or is she just upset because not everyone enjoys the same complaint or has the same complaint that she does
0: or has the same uh, values as far as what activism to do exactly and i think our board operator again has a (laughs) great comment here he says it's no different than anything else you do with interacting with people you'll take more rejection than anything but you only get better as you do it, and then eventually the rejection doesn't matter, whether it's politics, asking someone out, or selling things. You have to listen to their reasons of why not, and then study and build a counter. That's a to fantastic. What to say. Yeah, that's but a
1: fantastic point.
0: I was talking with somebody about persuasion the other night, as opposed to arguing with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than getting into a debate and lobbing verbal bombs at one another, yeah. and you know, while the other person's talking, you're thinking about what you're going to say next, which is typical of an argument. Uh, you know, if I'm arguing with you, I'm probably not listening to what you're saying. Whereas if I'm listening to you, I can then respond appropriately with something that might be persuasive to get you to listen to me and and honestly consider what it is that uh, that I have to say. But I can't really do that unless I've considered, you know, what you have to say in, in right. the first place.
1: And communicating that someone's – a step further to that is communicating to someone that their their concerns have been heard. You know, if I come to you and I say, well, you have this great point, but here are my concerns X, Y, Z. And and you say, oh, okay, I understand where you're coming from, or I can see your point. Let's let's go from there.
0: And don't just... uh... That's something you can say, uh, but it's also useful to recap mm-hmm. what the person has said. That way, you can really prove that you understand what they're saying, yeah. uh, and and you know, recap it in your own words. Obviously, don't parrot exactly what they said back to them, but be able to uh, to say it in your own words. That way, the person knows for sure. Oh yeah, they got it right, or, or they can they correct don't. you. Right, correct. Yep. So, I think that uh, that the board ops onto something here. You know, you're not going to have success with everybody from the Ron Paul campaign. No. Uh, in the same way that if, if you go to if you go to the Ron Paul forums and look for after Ron Paul as a uh, subject header, you'll see some of what, you know, those of us who've been have those of us have been promoting the Free State Project have been up against. And uh, it's a lot of people that just believe that they're going to. Well, we're doing fine here. Everything's great. We're taking over the Republican Party and uh, we're going to be we're going to be free here in Connecticut. Or whatever state... It, uh Haunt in Connecticut. <laughs> well, you laugh because you've got... The fact is you've got more experience at this than they do. No. And uh, again, that's not to say you're enlightened. That's right. not to say or better, that, or that or you're an elitist. better or, you know, you're... It's just to say you've been around... The activism scene longer yep. and you know a little you may be a little bit more uh, seasoned at it and uh, that's not to say that there's not things you can't learn that's right that there's not things you're wrong about but the Free State Project is, I think, the best idea for liberty in our lifetime. And I'm saddened when I, you know, when I see other people who love liberty, whether they're Ron Paul fanatics or uh, whether they're Libertarian Party members or whatever, when I see other people who love liberty, especially the ones that I, I think are super activists, uh, that uh, you know, turn their nose up at the, at the idea of, oh, it's too cold, or we're doing fine here, we're going <laughs> to yep. be free in Texas, uh, that yep. it's frustrating because I know that they're not. I hope I'm wrong. Really, I hope that, man, I hope the Lone Star Liberty guys make a great community down there in Texas and uh, manage to somehow get the Texas state government to leave them alone, secede, or whatever it is they end up doing, if they end up doing anything, uh, unlike the Free State Wyoming folks, which have been around for years and haven't really done anything noteworthy uh, except to throw a camping festival once a year.
6: Hey, that's
0: That's something. something. Uh, but uh, I know it's not going to work because I've done a bunch of activism in the past and it hasn't worked. But then again, you know, maybe they're going to do something different. Maybe they'll do something re- unique, revolutionary that you know we we all can't foresee. And right. then we'll we'll you know have to admit, hey, we were wrong about that. Okay. But in the meantime, we've got people moving to New Hampshire, getting active, and getting real a real track record of success. Yep, it's and not numbers, a, right? It's not a place. fantasy. It's not a it's not a pie in the sky concept like sea or. Blue Seed or any of these other things, the Honduras Free Cities, all of these things, you know, whether they come to fruition or not, they're just ideas. And that's not to say they're bad ideas. It's just to say that that's all they are at this point in the game. And, and some ideas may work some places and not in others. And the fact is you've got to let people go. You know, you, you can't stay attached to to whatever it is your your vision is for them, if they don't have the same view and they don't have the same values, and they you know they don't see the value in the idea of doing jury nullification outreach or moving to New Hampshire or whatever it is you're trying to convince them to do, move on. Right. Move on to the next prospect. There are plenty of fish in the sea, as they say, and somebody out there is in a position where they are ready to hear the ideas of jury nullification or yep, ready to the ideas of Absolutely. moving to New Hampshire as far as the Free State Project is concerned. You just haven't reached them yet because maybe you've been busy too much. Trying to convince the people that are not ready to be talking convinced. to the
1: closed doors, yeah. yeah that's right. And
0: plus, the more you push on those people, you know, it's like pushing on a coiled rope, as they say. Uh, or, you know, it doesn't really do very much. Uh, it's in fact, it's probably going to go against you at some point if you continue to try to uh, convince them against their will. Yeah. So if they're if they're rejecting you, then.
5: Move you know, on. Leave it alone, yeah. move
0: on, find somebody else to talk to. 855 free. And if you can't find anybody to do any of your activism, hey, we're already doing it here. freestateproject.org. Make the move sooner rather than later. More coming up. You take control teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page Toll-free number for you. Bring up what you want. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free line brought to you by SACL CAI. one 450 3733 And you need to know about the Bitcoin. You can use Bitcoin to easily transfer your money to whoever else you want. As long as they've got Bitcoin. All around the world. And it is so simple. All you have to do is go and get the Bitcoin client. And there is actually more than one Bitcoin client because Bitcoin's an open source project, meaning that uh, anybody can work on it, meaning that it's completely open to be audited. It's open to, you know, people that want to check it out, make sure it's legit. If you know your programming, you can go and actually audit the program, make sure that there's not some sort of backdoor in there that's going to be able to make it so someone can steal your money, for instance. It's a totally new concept to the idea of money. Like, the idea is you get to be in control. Whoa, how about that for once? Nice. Like, the bankers aren't in charge of this one. The bankers didn't come up with this one. It's a bunch of programming geeks that came up with it. And uh, they've come up with what is, what very well could be, the most revolutionary concept to money that the world has seen in uh, a long time. In a long time. A long time. Like, since the invention of money. (laughs) That's right. Basically. So you don't have a government issuing these things. You don't have a corporation behind this. It's an open source project, and the money is transferred almost instantaneously. Yeah. Now, you can see it. When you transfer Bitcoins to somebody else, the transfer shows up instantaneously. It takes a few minutes for it to confirm because it's a network. It's a peer-to-peer network of, uh, of people that are connected all around the world. And once your money receives several confirmations i think it's like at least eight confirmations then it becomes locked in then the, the transfer is it's known to the world it's uh, it's confirmed it's done and it's a really reliable system that uh, allows you to actually store your own value digitally send that to anybody else around the world keeps the government's mitts out of it because you can you're in charge of your own vault you can lock it up as secure as you want to put it in an encrypted you can encrypt the wallet and then encrypt that in an encrypted file if you want to and put it all on an encrypted hard drive. I mean, you can go crazy with this if you want. Um, and it's there for you. And it's really useful. And it's free. Go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. It's impossible for anybody in the government to interfere with your account. Uh, it's impossible for anybody to counterfeit this system. It's brilliant. Weusecoins.org. Also, and when you're ready... When you're ready you learned about the the bitcoin you you know you want some go to bitinstant.com they make it easy for you you can go to over a million locations around the world in 30 countries so there's probably one somewhere near you I know for me it's a short 10 minute walk from here 5 minute bike ride uh, to somewhere where I can go and turn cash into bitcoins and it's fast yeah. and it's Easy, and you can go to bitinstant.com to do it. That's bitinstant.com. As we go to your calls, let's go to Justin, listening in indie to WXNT. Hey, Justin, you're on with Ian and Nemi.
7: Hi, how's it going, everybody? Welcome, hey. sir. I actually have been listening for a, a good number of months now, ever since I started picking the AM station as I was on my way home from work. And Great. I got to be honest, I don't often uh, uh, always agree with you folks, but that's okay. Uh, I was really impressed with the conversation the other night about uh, marriage and the responsibility of the government in it, um, and got a lot of good points. I thought it was a great discussion, and uh, you've kind of turned me over on that, whether or not I agree. Um, well, what I was your
0: position complete, previous? For, you said you've turned over, so what was your position previous and now? I,
7: I was actually in complete agreement with you uh, with you all on that subject. The, the part that I thought was interesting was how much it would affect uh, individual states changing versus the entire you know country changing so when and you I say you agree with us, you mean
0: point. that the government shouldn't be involved in marriage at all, and the marketplace should provide That's marriage services or churches dead, for instance yeah, but what was your That's... your position previous to said conversation?
7: Um, well, previous to that, I thought it would be a good idea for states to start pushing you know individually to uh, to get the government out of it, and hopefully that would carry over. Um, but I hadn't really considered the repercussions of people moving out of that state, then, or having to travel to be able to get that uh, license recognized. Um, so that really started opening my eyes on on the ramifications of you know doing it haphazardly instead of kind of looking at it as a bigger picture. Uh, I just thought it was a great discussion, and and the back.
0: And well, I'm glad you great. enjoyed it. So what else? Did, I mean, did you just call to give us accolades tonight, or was there something else you wanted to talk about?
7: No, I actually also had a question. I wanted to get you all's opinion on um, what it would be like if we were to perhaps require full disclosure on presidential candidates' picks for their cabinet before we were to elect them. Um, it's something I've thought about for some time, and I don't understand why it isn't done. Maybe I'm missing something in the process, but... I find that the the cabinet that a president picks is often a huge influence on on what they're going to be doing and how they accomplish things. And I'd kind of like to know who they're planning on their cabinet being before I agree to elect them.
0: So Uh, I'm going to be blunt with you here. What you have is a ridiculous fantasy.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. And
0: here's why. Let's say it's a good idea. And maybe it is, you know, OK, great. Require them to give this information. Of course, they could always change their minds. Right. But uh, either way, let's let's say that uh, that this is a good idea. Well, you're going to have to, in order to enact this idea, spend probably millions and millions of dollars lobbying to attempt to convince all of the 535 members of Congress or a majority of them to put forth legislation that would change the governmental uh, setup to force presidential candidates to reveal these picks uh, during their presidential campaign. You will, of course, be opposed by those people who oppose the idea, which will, of course, require you to spend even more More money money. (laughs) and more time on this matter. And really, ultimately, does it matter who's... You know, Mitt Romney is going to put in his cabinet versus Barack Obama is going to put in his cabinet. Not to me. To me, it doesn't matter one whit. And so I'm not going to spend one moment of time uh, advocating for something like that because I know how much of a difficult task it would be politically to make something like that happen. And that after all is said and done... What's it really going to say? Let's say you make it happen. Let's say you spend the next 20 years of your life struggling and fighting to get this new rule uh, implemented with the federal government. And finally, you have your victory. Which, of course, is pretty unlikely, because normally uh, people that put forth politicians or people that put forth political ideas like this, they inevitably end up changing them in order to appease politicians who won't get behind the bill unless it has X, Y or Z in it. But let's just say you get your bill passed, and it was the way you originally wrote it, which of course it won't be, but let's say it is. You get what you want. you've spent a bunch of money and time on it. It's been your life's work, and finally, now every presidential candidate has to reveal this information prior to being elected. What has really changed? Nothing.
7: As far as the actual process, I wouldn't say much has changed, but I, I do find that there's a great amount of influence in the kind of ideas and policies that are supported by the cabinet members on uh, whoever the president happens to be. Uh, they're, they're, they're the people giving the president the information and kind of uh, helping them with their decisions. So I, think it's, I personally think it's important to know who you surround yourself with when it comes to being in a position of power. That's almost important to me as the stance of the person in power is who they surround themselves with. So maybe it's just personal preference of mine. It sounds like you all, um, you know, don't don't find the information useful. It's Just something I was curious about on uh, on your opinion.
0: I think that a lot of people have a lot of ideas as to little tweaks. That can make the federal government system better, more responsive. For example,
1: or, I'd like to see all laws vetted by attorneys or judges or whatever to see if they pass constitutional muster before they they become law. How about I'd the like read to read the that. bills act right, from exactly. uh, downsized DC? Just, that'd be a big, just read the bills.
0: I you know there are very there are tons of ideas out there. There are lots of ways to change to tweak tweak the federal government to make it a little bit better here and there. But ultimately, none of those ideas are anything significant that will change the way business is done in D.C. Or make it smaller. It's not going to result in liberty-minded people being elected. It's not going to result in uh, anything happening, like you said, to make the government smaller, make it spend less, make it less intrusive in people's lives. It's a huge waste of effort. For whatever amount of time and money you'd have to spend to accomplish your your fantasy, spend it on the local level. At least maybe you'll have an impact at that point. But – it's a it's a fantasy and uh you know it's okay to have dreams but dream big i mean that's not a big to me to me at least i mean maybe that's to you like the most important thing and i don't want to minimize that if that's the case but it doesn't seem like a big dream like a big dream to me is hey let's secede and forget about spending time and money and effort giving a damn about the washington dc folk and i thank you for the call justin appreciate your thoughts 855-450-FREE that's the toll-free number we have enough time just for you, if you dial in now. 855-450-3733. Take control in the remaining moments of Free Talk
5: Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two,
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want toll-free, 855-450-FREE. SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. Get interactive. And if you'd like, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or email. You can go to news.freetalklive.com, get signed up for our email list there, and link over to Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you can follow us in that way as well. All of those are free ways for you to get information from the show, sometimes during the show. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you'll get uh, occasional questions, observations, show prep link, things like that. Uh, and, of course, the opportunity to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners uh, through our Facebook account. News.freetalklive.com will take you to where you can easily get signed up for those things for free, of course. That's news.freetalklive.com. We go to Ithaca, New canoe york listening to wnyy helen uh my board operator says you're listening on fm are you absolutely certain of that
6: no a.m
0: oh you're AM. listening on a.m that's what i thought okay very good go ahead with your thoughts helen
6: yeah i just did, oh, I had a couple things that there's very little time uh i was wondering <coughs> excuse me and amy goodman you know who she is, is she book, is the now. host
0: of democracy now
6: right right And so she had uh, the other parties that she wanted to have a debate. That's right. Yeah. But um, the libertarian candidate didn't want to show up. Do you you know why? I heard about
0: that. I think it's a mistake on his part. I don't know why. I don't know what the reason is.
6: Okay. So it looks like we're having an election here in uh, almost 12 days because it's getting close to midnight. Mm -hmm. And um, so we either have to vote for um, Willard Mitts. Uh, or we have to vote for Barack Obama. And so I was wondering, like, just having a... No, I don't. You could, I could vote for myself. You know, yeah, I, and
1: you could, could not vote at all.
0: I don't know about you, but uh, here in New Hampshire, there are other parties that are on the ballot. Uh, you can usually choose from one of the third-party options. If any of those is more likable to you than the 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 two main parties, and, of so, course, you can.
6: Sort of the liberty thing, that's why—I'm um, kind of—I lived in France. So I'm kind of like a socialist. I yes, think. we know. So, but I'm,
0: You've okay. called before.
6: Okay. So— why, like why did this? Uh, why did your candidate refuse to
0: participate? Well, first of all, he's not my candidate. I don't endorse uh, Gary Johnson. Uh, he he is the Libertarian Party's candidate. I am not a uh, Libertarian uh, Party national member. I am only a member of the New Hampshire Libertarian Party. I do not have any association with the National Libertarian Party. I have not supported their candidate for president since 2004. Uh, So I can't answer questions like that. I'm not his uh, spokesperson, and I'm not endorsing him for president. But uh, I I don't know why he didn't show up. I think it's a huge mistake. I think uh, Gary Johnson made a huge mistake by not showing up at the presidential debates when Jill Stein was arrested uh, from the Green Party. I think he should have been there with her and should have been arrested alongside her as happened in 2004 when the Libertarian Party candidate and the Green Party candidate were both arrested for doing the same thing. So I think Gary Johnson is really blowing it. Okay. Well, yeah,
6: yeah. Well, yeah, I think the Green Party candidate is a good candidate, and— um I don't know. I don't think she's much. a
0: good candidate, but I support what she did by trying to get into the elect or trying to get into the uh, the debates. I think that was a courageous uh, yeah, move on her part. Absolutely, I agree. And got her some publicity, and good for her for uh, for being willing to put her own personal freedom on the line for what she believes in. So do you
6: in? folks have anything good to say about Barack Obama? Because I really don't want Mitt Romney to
0: my wife. <laughs> do I have anything good to say about Barack Obama? Sure. He used to yeah. smoke cannabis uh, back when he was a teenager. But unfortunately, he's completely thrown every cannabis user under the bus and has continued to uh, arrest and prosecute people for growing marijuana. So no, there's not really much I have to say today uh, that's that's really good about him. Me
1: either. I don't have anything.
0: Like the dude should have. Like you'd think that somebody who used to use cannabis as regularly as Barack Obama would have some level of compassion for the cannabis user. He also did cocaine. Uh, He also did cocaine. I, you know, that that to me does not make him a a good person in my book. But, uh, uh, but anyway, my point being that uh, I would expect somebody who's been through that experience would be able to uh, to empathize with others in that same uh, situation and uh, use compassion. A lot
6: of shortcomings, but Mitt Romney is really scary this guy they're both really scary scary. helen
0: barack obama drops bombs on people and we know Mitt romney Um, wants to do the same thing so i've yet to really discern a notable difference between the two and that's how i feel about it
6: okay well i think there is a notable difference but i i i I think that we could find better characters Uh, why don't you guys run for office
0: Right. I am, actually. I'm running for, uh, yep. for state rep here in Keene, New Hampshire. It's, uh, it's a, what they call the flotiral District, where I will be on the ballot across all of Keene, That's across right. all five wards in Keene. They will have the chance to vote against the incumbency folks that are running for election. I don't know if I'll you know if I'll win I don't expect to but I I am at least giving them a run for you know they're, they're actually having to put campaign up. signs up uh yeah. they're going to campaign <laughs> events they have to campaign because I'm in the uh in in the election I there's a uh, two two candidates who will win three are running so
6: yeah well, I'm in a new state too, but it's called New York, so I don't think I can vote for you. No, you so. can't.
0: But it would be the thought. It's the thought that counts. Helen, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Good luck deciding on what to do with the presidential election. Oh, I, I, I have no discussion. Uh, thank you. Okay. Yep. See ya. All right. So 450 free. I was reading a friend of mine from uh, high school. What he'd posted on Facebook uh, a couple days ago—it was this ridiculous graphic about uh, Barack Obama and how compassionate he is.
1: Yeah, of course I can't look at that stuff. Anymore.
0: I had to respond. I, right. I, you know, I had to say, whoa, "Whoa, compassion! Compassion is not dropping bombs on people around the world." And he wrote back something like, "Well, compassion is going after Al Qaeda or something <laughs> like that." And uh, so then I wrote, "Compassion is not." Uh, arresting marijuana users and arresting and raiding marijuana growers, that's not compassion either. He didn't. He couldn't say anything uh, back to that Dad, one. No. Let's continue here. Kelvin's on the line, on the amp lines, actually, in Colorado. Colorado. Kelvin.
7: Hey, me Hey, Ian.
0: Hey, hey, Kelvin. What's on your mind, dude?
7: Uh, I don't really have time to get to, to my uh, stated topic before, so I just wanted to ask a question. Uh, I thought I heard Somebody, uh, I think it was you, Ian, mentioning that uh, when the, the police pull over a car, that they get informed whether the person is a three-state person or not. Is that, is that true, or is that
0: just if you're a notable? Um, uh, not necessarily. Family. It depends.
1: Oh, this is the state that can't even coordinate st- statuses of um, gun registrations or gun gun licenses.
0: They have notes when they pull up your information in their database. Right, as far as your uh,
1: history, sure. Well, your like, history, you and they charged. can just make
0: notes if they want to. I mean, they can just say, well, she was a bitch, uh, if they want to, uh, in their, in their it notes. It says that in my file, then, for sure. And, uh, you know, they can absolutely pull up information like that on you, yes. But, no, they don't know that if Kelvin moves to New Hampshire and gets, uh, you know, his license plate checked while he's on the roads, are not going to know that you are a free. State Project member unless they've had some sort of interaction with you to where they know who you are. Or you have a pork sticker on your car. Okay, you could give it away like that but uh, but unless they are familiar with you and have taken the time to enter some sort of database entry about you, then no, it will not reveal that. So it depends.
7: Okay, well that's that's good. You haven't been... uh singled out for persecution yet. Uh- oh, you oh, haven't has. been.
0: I absolutely Ian have. Has, I yeah. mean, yeah, if they pull me up, I will come up probably under the free state gang category. <laughs> uh, they have, they have. They, no, no, this is serious. They actually have a category called gang affiliation and there is a free stater gang listing in there, <sighs> but they they wrote in next to it, non-gang. So they, you know, it's, it's not that so you we're are, a real gang. Huh? You are, but you're not? Right, How does so that they used work? they used that field in uh, their uh, their system to list free stater. So it's uh, right. So, that
7: was yeah. what I was re- remembering and thinking. Well, that probably pops up, you know, free state gang, nonviolent, or something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, also when I was there, if I, if I recall correctly, it's legal for a citizen to carry a loaded firearm right into the state house while uh, uh, things in session and. Uh, Totally cool.
1: Is Not openly anymore. It, <clears throat> I thought they repealed that. Uh, yes, they did.
0: And then they first banned it. They banned carrying it into the state house. Yes.
1: The, the facilities committee uh, made a decision two December's ago, the week of Christmas, that they were going to ban firearms in the state house, mm-hmm. and there was a big uproar. Um, and then there were two pieces of legislation that were proposed that would have installed metal detectors at the state house. Um, and also made it a, or made it a Class B felony to carry on state property. That those were, did not pass. And when regime change took place, the new um, facilities rule was was repealed. But it was replaced with: you can conceal carry, you cannot open carry on the really? floor. Of the house. Correct.
0: Uh just on the floor, but through the whole house you can carry. I believe you can. I'd be, I'd be interested in hearing from the gun folk, you know, what the actual s- clarification is on that. But you can't do that in most state houses. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow yeah, night at FreeTalkLive.com. Why did you move to the Shire?
6: I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do.
0: I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me like, do this right now.
5: I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be.
0: Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it.
5: The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that.
0: Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration. And learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.